Hello, everybody. Uh, for those of you who don't know us, I am Naya Swami Maria, and this is Naya Swami Ananta. And <clears throat> I think Swamiji's words, living to the fullest, the good of each passing moment, is a fine description for the week we've just shared together of inner renewal. And thank you all so much, those of you who've come from afar to join us in this week or who are here today and certainly all of you who are viewing online. It's the blessing of divine fellowship and you are a great part of that. <clears throat> I'd like to read from Rays of the One Light and these are commentaries on the Bible and Bhagavad Gita uh, <clears throat> written by Swami Kriyananda. <clears throat> And this is week eight, Can Man See God? Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. There is a saying in chapter one of the Gospel of St. John that would seem to respond with a definite no to the question can man see God? The saying is, no man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. Many great saints, however, claim to have seen God. If we ask then, can God be seen? Rather than, can man see God? The answer is yes, else those saints lied and the scriptures themselves lied. For Jesus also said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The point is, it is not man, this human body, these human eyes that sees God. God can be seen only with spiritual vision, with the eye of the soul. As the Bhagavad Gita puts it in the 11th chapter, thou canst not see me with mortal eyes. Therefore, I now give thee sight divine. Behold, my supreme power of yoga. With these words, Hari, the exalted Lord of yoga, revealed himself to Arjuna in his infinite form. Paramhansa Yogananda in Autobiography of a Yogi describes the supernal experience in words more readily comprehensible to modern minds than the poetic phraseology of the Bhagavad Gita. The chapter, An Experience in Cosmic Consciousness, is one of the most inspiringly beautiful in all mystical literature. Here is a brief excerpt. An oceanic joy broke upon calm, endless shores of my soul. The Spirit of God, I realized, is exhaustless bliss. His body is countless tissues of light. 
I saw the divine dispersion of rays pour from an eternal source, blazing into galaxies, transfigured with ineffable, ineffable auras. Again and again, I saw the creative beams condense into constellations, then resolve into sheets of transparent flame. By rhythmic reversion, sextillion worlds passed into diaphanous luster. Fire became firmament. I cognized the center of the Empyrean as a point of intuitive perception in my heart. Irradiating splendor issued from my nucleus to every part of the universal structure. The creative voice of God I heard resounding as Om, the vibration of the cosmic motor. This, so the great masters aver, is what God is. And this also, they insist, is what we are in our deepest reality. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. I'd like to read from Whispers from Eternity a passage that Ma Master titled Demand for the Opening of the Spiritual Eye to Find God in Everything. At the bottom of this, Master put, This demand especially should be repeated mentally with deep concentration until the prayer thought becomes fixed in your superconscious by the conviction born of deep faith. So, my eyes are enthralled, O Father, with the beauty of earthly flowers, with life's passing scenes, and with the sailing silent clouds. Everywhere, all I, I see hints at thy hidden presence. Open that eye in me, which sees only thee. With that gaze, may I behold thee above, beneath, all around, within, and outside me. Teach me in all things to see only thee. Open in me that eye which beholds everywhere thy hidden but ever subtly reigning wonder. We have a description from, that Maria read from the autobiography. We have the instruction from Master that this realm of beauty is what we should be looking at, and that's how we see God. So, what's the problem? <laughs> the problem is that we don't keep our attention there, 
And the problem is that there is a conscious force called Maya, which is trying to pull our consciousness down to the realm of duality, two eyes, yin and yang, instead of the one spiritual eye, which beholds that one unitive consciousness that Maria read from Autobiography of a Yogi. We, as disciples, as truth seekers, are seeking to see that light, to live on that realm at all times. And we do. We have a song. What we need is light. And we say, yes, that's a good song. Then we close our eyes. And we chant, oh, God, beautiful. And we realize, in the forest thou art green, in the mountains thou art high. Here we are, Divine Mother, everywhere. Uh, to the yogi thou art bliss. This is very good. And we meditate. We close our eyes. We shut off the senses. And we stop the conscious mind. And we concentrate on the light. We become absorbed in that light. And in formal meditation, we are seeing light of God, joy of God, peace of God, power of God, wisdom of God. So far, so good. And then we end the meditation. And we open our eyes. And there's the problem. <laughs> Do we come back down? to the realm of duality and the conscious mind and our ego pivot of seeing everything in, in terms of what we like and dislike? Or do we stay in that higher realm? And the recommendation from the masters, and this is all masters of all time, is that we are made of light we should stay in that light. And the good part is the light is the reality. And the maya is the illusion. The reality is that God's love is omnipresent. God is omnipresent. And therefore, if we're looking at anything, we must be seeing God. But we're, our conscious mind, our ego, is not buying it. One time at the all-day meditation, the end of the all-day meditation at Mount Washington, they were leaving and they went out in the foyer of the meditation and Master came out and he looked and he said to everyone, you have no idea how beautiful you are. Silver light and golden light. And he was in a state of ecstasy. And that's what you see in a state of ecstasy is silver light and golden light. What happens in samadhi is that the veils of light and shade vanish. The duality disappears because it's tied to the ego. It's tied to the likes and dislikes. And the masters of all religions, the Buddha, Christ, Krishna, Rama, all of them, remind us that reality is the light, is beauty, is kindness, is sweetness, is humility, is everything 
that we treasure in our souls. And the problem is we drop it down. If any of you are chainsaw ease, if you chainsaw, the current safety uh, equipment for chainsaws is you wear this helmet. It has two earplugs on it, so you can hear the ohm. Uh, and it has a little screen on it. And you flip the screen down when you're cutting the wood so that the chunks of chainsaw wood and dust don't come in your eye. And you look through the screen and you see the wood and you cut it safely. And I was thinking about this because <laughs> I spend a lot of time with these silly masks over my eyes to protect me so I can live another day. And uh, I realized that the problem with delusion is that we're focused on the screen. It's right there. It's right in your eyes. It's a little black screen. It has little teeny squares in it. And it's protecting your eyes. But if you don't look through the screen, you don't see the beauty. And that's the problem, isn't it? That with the ego, ties us to the screen of delusion. I don't like that person. I don't like this job. This job is really boring. This stinks. This is, I'm not getting paid enough. Uh, Ex-wives, you know, fill in the blanks. It's stuff you don't like. It's stuff that you react to emotionally. And that's not the level that God works at. And that's not the level that we need to work at. Because we are children of light, and we are made of silver light and golden light, just like Master said. How do we stay there? How do we stay in that realm? What we have to do is look through the screen and concentrate on the beauty that surrounds us. The beauty of God and the beauty of the Masters and all good qualities. There's eight aspects of God, love, Power, wisdom, calmness, peace, joy, love. We have to stay there. We have to keep our focus there. And we don't concentrate on the little screen right in front of us. Let go of the screen, flip it up, or look through it. But don't pay attention to it. Because if we do, we forget. Maya is a conscious force. This is not your fault that this world is so ugly and so screwed up. It's Divine Mother's fault for putting that Maya in here. It's, it's ruining everything. It's a mess. Except the masters say, don't concentrate on the Maya. When Jyotish and Devi were talking this week, remember, in meditation, we're great. We go into the light. We chant. We serve. Key, what Tish and Davy were pointing out was eliminate those parts of your life that pull you down. Don't focus on the screen. Stay away from concentrating on the maya. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. We all know it exists. There is violence and there's evil and there's all sorts of stuff. I don't need to list them. You know them all. But where is the light? It's at the point between the eyebrows. And if you stare at it in meditation, and then you open your eyes and you keep your focus on that level, you're going to enjoy this world much better. That's the world that the masters live in. You know, Jesus is on the cross. They're crucifying him. And what does he say? Father, forgive them. Oh, they know not what they do. 
He's got compassion for them. He knows that they're, they're his brothers and sisters, and they're just making a huge mistake, big mistake. But to him, it wasn't about him. He's the Christ consciousness. The thing is, you are the Christ consciousness. You're that. You're that light. And we have to put that in our lives more clearly. So we need to focus on that. I'm going to admit that my experience is prejudice because I've lived at Ananda for nearly 50 years. And we created Ananda because Babaji wanted places where people could try to find God and could try to live in that light and try to see each other as beings of light and structure our government, our housing, our electricity, our septic system, our garbage, our buildings, our satsang, our outreach, our computers, all in the vibration of service of the divine. I remember Swami one time talking, at, uh, we were in Sacramento, and he said, we need places in our cities and in our society where people can come and it's all right to love God and to talk about God and to think about God and not be considered a nut. Because the fact is that the reality of our spiritual life is opposed directly by the culture that we live in and the society that we live in and the media and the movies and the general thought patterns and they're all bought out by Maya. And we look like we're different, but we're not different because everyone is a child of God. So what we have to do is we have to, yes, if you can live in a spiritual community, if you can live in satsang, if you can live near a center, fantastic. Come to the Expanding Light. Thank you for coming to the Expanding Light, those of you who came to the Expanding Light this weekend. Thank you for coming and joining us because we see in you the divine. These are truth seekers. And people that come to that desk out there at the Expanding Light, they're seeking truth. What a wonderful thing. What a, what a wonderful select group of American and a now world society. These are beings of light, silver light and golden light. It's not that hard to see light in this, in this temple, in our daily life. I mean, the brothers and sisters, they're all seeking, everyone seeking God. Everyone at the village is seeking God. And in the communities, seeking God. But we can't stop there. We have to see God everywhere. So what we need to do, now Jyotish and Davy gave homework this week. I'm sorry, but I'm going to give you more homework. <laughs> what we have to do is we have to construct a paradigm in our lives in which God is in front of us all the time. That customer, the really grouchy customer that complains all the time, God. How is God behaving today? What is the essence of this soul? It's the light. It's the quest for truth. There's something bothering him. I don't know what it is, but he's questing after truth. Look for the Dharma, look for the truth, the jnana, the wisdom. Look for the heart, look for the love, look for the peace that that person is seeking. And bless them and help them. And don't concentrate on the fact that they are grumpy, irritable, and disgusting. <laughs> so what? <laughs> 
That's not how the masters live. Swami Kriyananda, it was such a joy to be with him. Of course, it was a joy to be with him in satsang when he's teaching the teachings. But it was such a joy to go to a mall with him or a gas station because these are people who are not sadhikas or sevakas or whatever else we are. They're, but they're souls. They're images of God trying to find peace, joy, love. Everyone is seeking God. And what we have to do is we have to look for the light in that person's life, look for the light in your job, look for the light in your relationship, your marriage, your kids, your school, the sc whatever it is, the books, the accounting, the computer, the programs, uh, look for the God in everything. And see, you'll find it, you'll see it. You know, in this passage that Maria read, uh, it's the Vishwarupa. It's when Krishna reveals to Arjuna, among mountains, I'm the Himalayas. Among sages, I am Beta Vyasa. Among, you know, every facet of the world is originating, is sourced by the divine consciousness. Turn your attention there. Among spiritual directors, I am Jyotish and Devi. <laughs> Among best-selling Amazon books, I am saints of India. <laughs> Among computer programs, I am whatever computer programs. I don't know computer programs. I'll read the Gita and find out. <laughs> but the, to see it, to see that it's the best expression of the divine. Now, as I said, I'm prejudiced. I live in Ananda village. I see all of you every day, a lot of you. I go to Dallas, who do I meet? I meet the Dallas uh, Ananda Center. I don't meet the cowboys. <laughs> I meet the brothers and sisters. In India, in the whole world, there are these lights that is Ananda, and that's good. But for many of us, we can't live at Ananda all the time. We have to go to the auto repair shop and deal with this grumpy, cheating, bad mechanic who's trying to triple charge us. Look at the light. Look at the soul in there trying to find happiness. He's triple charging you because he thinks he's going to be wealthier. Okay? You may not need to pay him triple value, but look at the light and affirm the light. Affirm the Dharma. Affirm the search for wisdom. Everywhere you see it. I'll tell you a story that happened to me a long time ago. I needed to weld a part of my, one of my tractors. So Ramdas said, hey, there's a guy in Grass Valley. Go to him. He's a good machinist. I go, OK. So Ramdas tells me where to go. So I go up this little street in Grass Valley. And there's an old barn there. And it's an old barn. It has the, the pine trees skinned as the purlins and the rafters. It has corrugated tin roof. It's big, wide wood boards, no insulation. And I go in, and there's a machinist there. He's an old man. And of course, I'm trying to serve the guru, and I'm trying to think about the guru. And so I go there, and there he is. He's God. He's a machinist. He's an old man. 
older than me now. <laughs> he's got on blue coveralls. He's got on a baseball hat. And on the walls, there's the handsaw that he's using. And on that nail, there's the handsaw that he used before that. And on that nail, there's the handsaw used before the handsaw he's using before then. And they're all in a mail. And all the tools are there. This little old man's there. He's quiet and pleasant and a very good machinist. But I walked in, and I saw God. It was Father Time. It was Brahma, the creator of the universe. He was maintaining the universe. He was fixing things. I don't know how long he'd been there. A barn could have been built in 1880. <laughs> no idea. But you just you see God. This will happen to you. If you look for God, you will see God. And the whole movie will change from the horror movie that we're watching to this beautiful drama of God serving God, God loving God. It's amazing. It's beautiful. And it's what Master asked us to do. And it was the way that Swami Kriyananda lived his life. It is to see the best that you can see. I know about all the civil wars in the world. I know that last year, more people were displaced by war than any year since the 1940s, World War II. I know that. But I don't choose to look at the bottom of the picture. I choose to look at the resolution that people are getting sick and tired of war. <laughs> you know what Master said? After the next world war, there's going to be 200 years of peace because people are sick and tired of war. OK, then we just wait it out. <laughs> we just keep our focus on the light. We just love. We just forgive. We can pray for people. We can pray for world leaders that want to use nuclear weapons. We can pray for civil wars. We can pray for all this. But we don't forget that we are children of God, and they are children of God. Those people that are in the war that are fighting over these ridiculous points of view are children of God, and they're working out their karma. And they're involved in the maya, and they're looking at the screen real tight, and they're not looking through it. And then the suffering comes, and then it's all over. And then things get better. And we'll do everything we can. We're going to build that temple of light. We're going to have centers all over India. We're going to serve the light. We're going to offer it. We're going to have the Indira Institute. We're going to offer it. And if somebody comes and takes it, that's wonderful. And if no one comes and takes it, that's fine too. I just don't care. It's not my business. My business is to realize that y'all are children of that one light. Everyone. And to see it. And what your homework is, you have to construct a, a way to see every part of your day. If it's eight hours of work each day, you've got to have a way that work is fun, that work is God serving God. Look at the intelligence of that corporation you work for. Look at the organization of it. It's stunning sometimes. I go to a city. I don't go to a city much, but when I go to a city, I'm stunned. They have Water, electricity, telephone, going to 25 million people in Mumbai? Well, they don't all have electricity, but you get the idea. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. There's wisdom. And so what happens to you is you meditate, and then you leave your meditation, and you keep seeing God. Here's God as the gas station attendant. 
boy, is he caught in my, he's spilling the gas all over the highway. That's okay. Do what you can to help. But be, see God and make it a point to see God, and you will see God. You'll see that God is everywhere. God is playing all the parts in the movie. And there is beauty. There's incredible beauty everywhere. You look at the little children, and you see their simplicity and innocence. You look at beautiful clothes, beautiful people. You look at people that are, Father Time was a little old man with a baseball cap, but he was the divine creator and preserver of the universe in a little teeny barn in Grass Valley, California, that no one is. I couldn't even find it right now if I went to look for it. But I can look at all you. I can see that light. That's what Master said. That's what Swami wanted. Swami's aphorisms were, say yes to life. <laughs> Keep the energy going up. Don't let it go down. And if you find that all your friends are talking about some political person that you don't even want to name or discuss, then don't name or discuss him. Just look at the light. Everyone is trying. Even crazy dictators of small countries are in their mind, and Jyotish referred to this, they have problem in the third chakra, <laughs> power chakra. And they have goofed it all up. And they're, they think that power is from being the dictator of country X. Om Shanti. Don't reinforce the negativity. Instead, live in that light. See that light. Did you know that Master tried to have a satsang with Hitler? He thought he could reawaken the memory that Hitler had from a previous life, and he could prevent what happened in World War II. It didn't work. What did Master do? Spend the rest of his life, oh, oh, if only, if only. No, contentment. It's all OK. It all works out. And keep your focus on that light. See that light. Feel that light. Hear the Om. Make it a practice. And then what you're going to find at the end of the day, you go back to meditate, you're halfway home. Our spiritual progress is slowed down by focus and involvement in the Maya during the day. Cut, take that break off. Don't focus on what's wrong with your company. Focus on what you can do to make it better. And then let it go. You maybe, you know, I mean, sometimes you just watch the train go off the tracks, you know? That's fine. It's okay. It's the best you can do. But don't lose sight of God. Don't lose sight of the beauty. And whenever you see beauty, you see beautiful people, beautiful paintings. When you see nature, blue sky, trees, you take a pine nut. A little teeny pine nut, pignola, one of those can grow to be a pine tree. They're 300 feet high. They're this big. They live for 200 years. It's one little thing in your salad. Come on. <laughs> this is big. Think God. Think about how big God is. Think about how much God loves you. Think what's going on in your body. The human body is an amazing animal. You get a cut, and the body sends out this little component of the blood that stops the bleeding, forms a little scab, and it's a self-made Band-Aid. It stops bleeding, and all the little cells start regenerating right there and patching you up. What do you do about it? You don't even know about it. God takes care of all this. 
be in that. Be with God. Feel that divine. That's what Master wanted us to do. That's what Krishna wanted us to do. That's what Moses wanted us to do. They all want us to do it. Live in God. Live in light. Meditate. Yes. See God. Yes. Share God. Yes. And you will find God's everywhere. And it's a wonderful movie. Silver light and golden light. God bless you all.